0: That's the sound of a day starting outright. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 zero-turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant Voodoo track tires, turbo-force deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Introducing the SD and d Podcast Channel, your new source for all types of podcasts. We are looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, so if you ever wanted to start a podcast, reach out to us via Twitter, DM, or just add us at s and Podcasts, or message us on Facebook, or even email us at podcasts at gmail.com. Once you reach out to us, we'll tell you the best way to create a podcast. All types of podcasts are welcome. So anything you want to talk about for a podcast, just let us know. No idea is a bad idea. We're already on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and all other podcast apps. All you have to do is record the podcast. So hit us up soon so you can start your podcast now. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 13 of the Jay's Week in Wrestling Podcast. I am Jay. I am back. I'm back from a short, short hiatus, and I'm going to explain the reasoning for that hiatus in a little bit. But, like I said, I am back bringing you all the hits and all the misses when it comes to pro wrestling. Now, here's the reason for the short hiatus, and I do apologize the thing is, I moved, and I'm not talking about I went from one part of here to here or or whatever the case. I moved to a new state. You know what I mean? Um, I am a born and raised New Yorker. Okay, South uh, Bronx, New York. Most of my life lived in Yonkers for a little while. Went back to the BX. I'm a New Yorker through and through. Okay, now I am living in the sunshine state that's right i am now a newborn floridian <laughs> and and just just to throw it out there man I, I miss new york i love new york i have a lot of you know people in new york that you know i have you know friends that are family i have family out there and let me tell you something man i like i said i i, I will always be a new yorker deep down you know what i mean Um, but let me tell you something, you can't, there's no substitute really for how beautiful Florida is, man. I mean, literally, I moved from an ice storm, which was the night of my flight, to literally 75, 80 degree weather. What? (laughs) I mean, it was literally, you know, night and day, man. And then let me tell you something, like I said, I, I love New York. I'm a I'm a New Yorker. You know what I mean? But I'm out here and let me tell you something. I've been out here for about a month, month and a half, and I've gotten stuff done here in the short time that I've been here that for the longest I wasn't able to uh, accomplish in New York. And and let me tell you something, man. It feels pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Um But with with that being said, I am back. The show is back. Um, I'm gonna be as consistent as I can doing this thing. It is a crazy time right now in the world of, of professional wrestling and MMA. and, and let me <laughs> And a lot has gone down since I've done episode 12. Episode 12, I believe, was my Royal Rumble preview show. So needless to say, with WrestleMania being one week away, At this time next week, WrestleMania will be on the air. So uh, I have a lot to get into. I'm going to try to condense it as much as I can or else I will be on this thing for five hours. So (laughs) with that being said, um, later on in the show, I'm going to mention the the WrestleMania card. I'm going to mention the WrestleMania 33 lineup. It is huge. It is a giant night of wrestling. It's going to be a huge weekend. Put it that way. Um, with NXT TakeOver Orlando being the night before, the Hall of Fame being that Friday, and of course the granddaddy of the all, WrestleMania 33, from my new state, uh, Florida, is going to be in the Citrus Bowl. Um, I believe pre-show uh, starts, I believe, at 5. Uh, WrestleMania itself at, starts at 7 p.m., so it's going to be a long night um, of WrestleMania and 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 about if everything goes the way it's looking, we're probably gonna have a 14 to 15 match card uh, at WrestleMania, which is gonna be completely insane. So uh, <clears throat> with that being out the way, I have compiled a list. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try to get through this as quick as as quickly as possible. A uh, a list of things that have happened since episode 12. Okay, I'm not gonna get into all the intricacies of every little thing, but I'm gonna run through this list and then we're gonna go through pretty much what the 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 meat and potatoes is of this show. The Sean Stasiak as as I would say of this show. Um which is uh talking about, you know, the WrestleMania card. I'm gonna give a WrestleMania preview show this coming week, before obviously before WrestleMania itself. I'm gonna try to do that um either Wednesday or Thursday night because I don't wanna do it um, during WrestleMania weekend, because it's not that's not going to make much sense. So I'm going to try to get that out the way Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, I'm going to see if I have a guest on. I'm going to try to set that up. Um, to Maybe I'll bring Izzy on or, 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 or a couple of other people. I'm going to try to get something done, something uh, special for, for the WrestleMania previous show. Um, uh, but I'm going to talk about the, the WrestleMania card, the NXT card, um, a bunch of other little things that have been going on. And the biggest, <laughs> I don't think I should call it news, but uh, it's, a, it's a scandal out of Jerry Springer, pretty much. This whole uh, hacker uh, situation going along with, going around, uh, you know, with Paige and, and all the stuff, craziness that's been going on with her. I'll get into her in a little bit. But uh, before I get into all that stuff, let me just talk about all the stuff that has happened pretty much since um, episode 12, okay? <clears throat> now we're going to start in football. I know football is over. We're in, we're in a free agency right now and it's going pretty good if you ask me. Um, but my, that's right, my New England Patriots defeat the Atlanta Falcons in probably the greatest Super Bowl I've ever seen. Um, arguably probably the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Winning in overtime, uh, I believe the score was 34-28. to 28. Coming back from a 28 to three deficit in the middle of the third quarter, that's when the Patriots made their comeback and they didn't look back. Um, it just a masterful performance by Tom Brady in the second half of that game. Uh, a great game for the for the Patriot defense in the second half. Like I said, because the first half was all Atlanta, even the beginning of the third quarter was all Atlanta. But uh. We did our thing, we came back, got that fifth ring, solidifying the fact that Tom Brady's probably the greatest quarterback of all time. If you got, if anyone is still on that hate bandwagon for Tom Brady, you need to get your eyes checked, because there's no way you're going to sit there and tell me that that guy's not the greatest quarterback of all time. I'll argue, I will debate you under the table when it comes to Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Um, so like i said probably the greatest super bowl i've ever seen um uh, giving tom brady his fifth ring it it was definitely uh, a great thing to see especially the way it it went down a major choke job by the atlanta falcons uh matt ryan taking that sack in in the fourth quarter by dante hightower big play from dante hightower i'm so glad we resigned him um and you know we just did what we had to do. Overtime, Atlanta never saw the ball, and uh, Patriots went downfield, getting the 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 winning touchdown from James White. And you know it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So, and we're we're kicking ass in, in free agency. You know what I mean? Um, we picked up Brandon Cooks for, from New Orleans for a bag of potato chips. Um, we got <laughs> we picked up Stefan Gilmore. We resigned Dante Hightower. Um, you know we're just doing damage in in free agency and there's a the whole thing now is seeing if we could keep malcolm butler for another year or if he's gonna go you know what i mean um and, and if he goes you know I, I, thank you malcolm butler for helping us get two rings in the past couple of years but uh you know let's see how you do without without that uh that system because as, as it's very known, everyone who is a part of that Patriot system who ends up leaving doesn't really do much. Uh, unless you're Chandler Jones, because I think Chandler Jones is doing a pretty good job in, 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 in Arizona with the Cardinals. But um, besides that, everyone who's left the, that Patriot system hasn't really done much uh, on the other teams they've gone to. So I hope we can keep Malcolm Butler for another year. But uh, if we don't, then, you know, thank you for your services, man. <laughs> we we might get Darrell Revis back if that happens. I mean, from what I saw today or the day before, there haven't really been talks, but uh, there's all the rumors going around that Darrell Revis can end up back with, with, with the Patriots this year. And if that happens and he has a chance to get another ring, I'm sure he'll be focused and at least give us 50% of what Darrell Revis used to be. So, you know, it is what it is. So <clears throat> I can't wait for football to come back because I'm so bored. <laughs> I mean, I like basketball and big ups to Devin Booker for dropping 70. Insane. But um, I like basketball, but I'm not really that invested into the season. Um, I'm never really invested in baseball. So, you know, the only real, the real sport besides MMA and, and the pro wrestling and the boxing and stuff is for me is football. So I really can't wait for that to come back. Um, so that out the way. Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble, um, John Cena beat AJ Styles to become a 16-time world champion, Cena loses the belt in the Elimination Chamber to Bray Wyatt, um, um, the club Gallows and Anderson are the new Raw Tag Team Champions, Bayley defeated Charlotte, and she's the Raw Women's Champion, Naomi defeated Alexa Bliss to get the SmackDown Women's title, Naomi gets hurt, Alexa Bliss wins the belt back, um, Uh, George St. Pierre is back in the UFC. I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Supposedly, Kelly Kelly is back in the WWE, but uh, there hasn't really been any mention of her by the WWE, so I'm not sure about that. Um, Let's see. The Hardys, Matt and Jeff Hardy's contract with TNA has... Is done and over. They're out of TNA. They're in Ring of Honor. They're the current Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Um, They got a crazy legal battle going on with now Impact Wrestling because TNA logo and the uh, letters are dead. So it's strictly Impact. So Impact and their uh, owners, Anthem Sports, are are, uh, going back and forth with the Hardys over the Broken gimmick. So let's see how that plays out. Um, uh, Kevin Owens lost the Universal title to Bill Goldberg, Um, in a matter of seconds because of Chris Jericho, uh, as a result of that, uh, Kevin Owens and Y2J, their friendship went out the window when Kevin Owens attacked them and beat the hell out of them. So at WrestleMania, it will be Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho for the United States title. Um, the Hall of Fame is pretty much set. Diamond Dallas Page, uh, Rock and Roll Express, Teddy Long, Kurt Angle, uh, Beth Phoenix, Ravishing Rick Rude, um... I forget who else, but, uh, so far, that's what it is, and, you know, it's looking like a pretty good class, um, besides Beth Phoenix, because that's a little, eh, but it is what it is, um, Samoa Joe made his main roster debut in the same night, Injures, Seth Rollins, so his, uh, availability for WrestleMania was up in the air, but he'll definitely be there, I'll get into that in a little while, um. Impact Wrestling rehired Jeff Jarrett, Dutch Mantel, a.k.a., um, oh, man, what was Dutch Mantel's name in WWE? Uh, that he was with Jack Swagger and Cesaro. Ah, oh my God. Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter, Scott Damore, and Kevin Sullivan are in the background working in Impact Wrestling. Let me tell you something, man. Impact Wrestling has been pretty uh, um, entertaining the, the past few episodes, bringing up a bunch of young talent. Um if they can accomplish what they did back in 2002 who knows man who knows where they can go um let's see uh Jack Swagger got released by WWE he asked for it and they he he was granted his release that's somebody that is you know the past few years has really you know speaking of Jack Swagger hasn't really done much you know I mean it's not a big blow to the company it's not going to really stop any momentum from anything so you know big you know jack Swagger was a former world champion uh he did some good things early in his career but um you know and it's a shame with someone with his size and his his ability he could he just couldn't get over yeah i mean he got the we the people thing but um you know i don't even think he'll be able to use that on the indies because that's a wwe trademark thing so you know (laughs) without that what did jack swagger have so, let's see how that goes with him. Good luck to you, Mr. Swagger. Um, Bobby Roode wrestled uh, Chris Hero, who returned to NXT as Cassius Ono, his former NXT gimmick. Um, Bobby Roode defeated Cassius Ono in that uh, NXT title match. And now Cassius Ono is going to take on the Drifter, Elias Samson, in a Loser Leaves NXT match. Hopefully, the Drifter goes. Because, like I've said before, whenever Elias Samson comes out, I drift off to Dreamland. <laughs> um, Let's see, and then I'm we'll gonna just talk about the. Let's see here. Oh, what was I gonna bring up? Let's let's talk about George Saint Pierre back in the UFC real quick. So, if you guys have been living under a rock, all of y'all who watch UFC knows George Saint Pierre, uh, probably the best welterweight in UFC history, is uh, is back, and he's challenging Michael Bisping for the UFC middleweight title. Um. Which was uh, kind of a surprise to a lot of people that that he chose uh, the middleweight division um, and and got a title shot right away in a division he's never fought in. You know what I mean? Um, his last fight, I believe, was against Johnny Hendricks when he defended the the welterweight title um, in a fight that, for me, it was a close fight, but uh, I kind of had Johnny Hendricks winning because he imposed his will. He 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 was obviously uh he obviously overpowered George in that fight. He got him in a in a couple of compromising positions. But you know, George St. Pierre in MMA as as it's proved in the past, you have to beat the champion down if you want them to take a belt off of him. You know what I mean? And George gave uh uh and George gave him a pretty good fight as well. So, you know, but that was already going on three, four years ago since George St. Pierre I think has it been that long I, I believe so um so now he's back to take on bisbing for the middleweight title and i don't know why he chose that i i, I mean because he's not he's a natural middleweight that he walks around that he doesn't walk around at 200 one uh 200 pounds you know 195 pounds he walks around at about a buck 90 a buck 85 so Bisping is going to be significantly larger um than George St. Pierre when they when they get in the cage that night. Um and I feel bad for uh for Yoel Romero, who is the who is the number one contender who's deserved that shot. Um but you know, let's see how it goes. I mean, I, I don't think this is gonna be a walkthrough for uh uh, uh, for GSP, I don't think this is going to be a walk in the park because, cause like I said, Bisbing is going to be the much bigger guy. I don't know if St. Pierre's power is going to translate. I don't think he's going to hurt Bisbing with strikes. He's never been really a knockout artist uh, in his prime. He, he could put people down, but his game is the wrestling game, and if Bisbing can work on on, on wrestling defense and, and takedown defense, it's probably going to be a tough night for George, to be honest with you. You know, Bisbing has been on a serious roll since he won the belt. I mean, he won the belt off of Rockhold. I mean, he defended it once against Henderson, and I felt Henderson beat him. But, you know, once again, he was in England. And at the same time, you got to kill the champ to do it. And and Hendo almost did it. And that's that Henderson's, what, 50 years old? So, I mean, come on. (laughs) I've never really been a giant fan or a big fan of Michael Bisbing. He was one of the original shit talkers in the UFC, before we had Conor McGregor, we had Michael Bisping, uh, and Chel Sonnen, you know what I mean, who were really, uh, big, uh, trash talkers, you know, so, I mean, it, it's, it's gonna be entertaining, George really doesn't talk that much trash, so it's gonna be a lot of Michael Bisping, uh, carrying the promotion for this fight, but George St. Pierre's name alone is gonna carry, uh, is gonna carry this fight, so, um, it's going to be entertaining, but let's see how the fight goes. Um, like I said, it's definitely for the middleweight title. Um, like I said, I don't think it's going to be a foregone conclusion that George St. Pierre is going to be the middleweight champ. And if he is the middleweight champ, he's not going to fight Yoel Romero. He's not going to fight a lot of these dudes. You know what? If he becomes champ and if my, and if uh, Anderson Silva defeats uh, um, Kelvin Gasolum, I can see them doing, finally, even though it would be like 10 years too late, I can see them doing George St. Pierre versus Anderson Silva for the middleweight title. You know what I mean? Um, but George St. Pierre is pretty much after the big-name fights. He's not going to fight everybody. He has like a two, three-year plan. He's probably going to be around for two more years and retire for good. So I don't see him going going in there against killers. You know what I mean? He's not going to fight Jacare. He's not going to fight you Romero, He's not going to, you know, what's he going to do? And if he goes back down to welterweight, uh I forget I forget who the welterweight champion is to be honest with you. Um is he going to fight someone like Damian Maya? Is he going to fight, you know, uh you know, <laughs> what's he going to do? You know what I mean? Um so it's like it's interesting timing. That George St. Pierre came back. Interesting timing. Because Michael Bisbing feels that George St. Pierre chose him because he's the easiest fight. You know what I mean? So let's see how it goes, man. Let's see how it goes. I'm glad that George is back. But, you know, I, I'm i pretty sure deep down I can feel an upset happening that night with with Bisbing Because I don't think George St. Pierre will have the power to to hurt or KO Bisping. You know what I mean? But um, you know, let's see, <laughs> let's see how that turns out for uh for for GSP. Um, now what was I going to get into after that? Pretty much, I'm gonna just go over the the WrestleMania card uh, as it follows right now and uh, what it could be in its entirety. And uh, the NXT TakeOver Orlando card. I'm going to sh- give the NXT TakeOver Orlando card first. It's going to be Saturday, April 1st. Um, it's going to be Andrade Cien Almas going up against Alistair Black. The debuting Alistair Black. Um, he was known as Tommy End for years um, on the independent scene. And I think he's from, he's from the UK. I know that. Um, the dude uh, is a tremendous striker. Like, he does a lot of knees almost kind of like you know Japanese style European strong you know strong style of wrestling so uh it's those two are going to have a pretty pretty decent match um you're going to have a triple threat match for the NXT tag team titles you're going to have the Authors of Pain defending the tag team titles against DIY which once again consists of Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa against the Revival Scott Dawson and, and Dash Wilder that's going to be A great tag team match. And I think DIY and The Revival are going to make the Authors of Pain look great. And uh, you know it should be pretty good. The co-main for the NXT Women's Championship. You can have Asuka defending the belt against Ember Moon. That should be pretty good as well. Um, And the main event is going to be for the NXT title. Bobby Roode defending the NXT title against the man that he won it from at the last NXT TakeOver. Shinsuke Nakamura. So... I think that's a pretty decent card. Uh, A lot of names aren't on this card, unless they're going to have one more match. I don't know, but you don't have no Ty Dillinger's, no Eric Young's, no Cassius Ono's. Uh, A lot of guys, you know, you know, the Sanity, a lot of these guys are not on this card. Uh, It's, you know, a four-match card, which is, you know, can you stretch a two-hour show on four matches? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. with with some dialogue and all that stuff but uh unless the rude nakamura match between the entrance and the match itself is about a good 35 40 minutes you could do that um but we'll see if they add another match or you know whatever the case i'm not sure but that's the nxt takeover orlando show the day before oh the excuse me the night before wrestlemania um And of course, WrestleMania itself, hosted by The New Day, which would be pretty interesting considering all the stuff that's been happening. And I'll get into Xavier Woods in a minute. Um, But so far, this is the WrestleMania, the tremendous WrestleMania card. Main evented by Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. And obviously Brock will be with Paul Heyman. You got Bray Wyatt defending the WWE title against Randy Orton. You got The Undertaker going against Roman Reigns. You have Seth Rollins. <coughs> Excuse me. Seth Rollins confronting Triple H. Now, I don't know if this is the way that they're wording it so they could cover their ass. So, you know, obviously Seth Rollins is still not 100%. Um, so he can't really, I guess, have a match with Triple H, but he can confront him and he's good enough that they could have a fight or a brawl or whatever. You know, whatever. That's how they're wording it now. Seth Rollins confronts Triple H. What What a waste, in my opinion, but I'll get into that next week during the preview show. You have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You have Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho for the United States title. You have Neville defending the Cruiserweight title against Austin Aries. That should be great. You have Gallows and Anderson defending the WWE uh, Raw Tag Team titles against Sheamus and Cesaro and Enzo and Big Cass in a triple threat match. You have Charlotte versus Bayley versus Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. Fatal four way for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. And on the SmackDown side, you have Alexa Bliss defending the Smackdown women's title against Nat against Natalia, Carmella, Mickey James, Becky Lynch, and in my opinion, if she can make it back in time from her injury, considering it's her hometown, Naomi. Let's see if it happens. But a, a five-way for the <laughs> for the SmackDown women's title, a four-way for the Raw Women's Championship. You have Dean Ambrose defending the Intercontinental title against Baron Corbin. And maybe, maybe there'll be a SmackDown tag team match. I'm not sure. The Usos literally just defeated American Alpha this past SmackDown to win the WWE SmackDown tag team titles. Maybe they get a rematch. Maybe, you know, a mystery opponent (laughs) for, you know, uh, the Usos. Maybe the Hardys. Wink, wink. I don't know. But... You know, let's see what happens. Um, so, with that being said, if all of that goes down, all those matches, if Seth and uh, and Triple H goes down, and if there's a SmackDown tag title match, okay, you're looking at a 15-match card at WrestleMania, which is probably the biggest card they've ever done. Um, from what I remember, WrestleMania 7, and I got this source from, from I got, I'm, I'm, totally thieving this from from Jason Solomon from the Salamanca Towns off uh, uh he does a great show by the way um he said that this will be the biggest card since WrestleMania 7 that with WrestleMania 7's dark match that they had they had about 14 matches so if everything goes down like it should um this should beat that by a match you know what I mean so a 15 match card that's and in a matter unless Three or four of those matches happened during the two-hour pre-show. I can understand that. But uh, there's no way you're doing 14 matches during the WrestleMania card. If it starts at 7 and it ends around 10, 45, 11 o'clock. Unless it goes over like it did last year. It went over about 15 minutes. And it ended at like 11, 15, 11, 20. Um, But that's a huge card. And uh, I think it's going to be a good show. Oh, I didn't even mention this. AJ Styles versus John versus uh, Shane McMahon. John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. There we go. I didn't mention those two matches for some reason. I had a brain fart. <laughs> or did I? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so if all those matches go down, that's going to be a monster, monster card. Um, the only thing is, unless WWE thinks we're dumb, everyone knows Finn Balor made his return at a house show and had a match. You know what I mean? So he's been doing the house show circuit already. Now it's only a matter of time. Either he shows up this Monday tomorrow night on Raw at the Go Home Show for WrestleMania, or he shows up at WrestleMania, or he shows up the Raw after WrestleMania, which is always a huge show for debuts, for returns, for 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 it's just a special episode every year. You know what I mean? Um, they even made a DVD and a Blu-ray out of it, um, uh, uh, Mania Monday, it's called, I, I might cop that, even though, you know, I can probably get all those matches, or probably seen all those matches, I was there for a few of them, when they're either, uh, I was there the night, uh, Dolph Ziggler cashed in Money in the Bank on Alberto Del Rio, um, that same night is when Fandangoing got popular, um, the Shield attacked The Undertaker, and he was saved by Kane and Daniel Bryan. I was, I was there that night for that. You know what I mean? Um, and that was a, a awesome, that was a good show, and the crowd was insane. We, all, we shitted on Randy Orton and, and Sheamus that night, hardcore. And the Big Show came out and knocked them out, and we were all like, thank you, Big Show. <laughs> Speaking of Big Show, um, he was supposed to have a match with Shaq. Um, that's not happening. Um, I don't know if uh, contractually Shaq just couldn't get the time in. He couldn't do it. Um, But uh, Big Show got in tremendous shape for WrestleMania, which will possibly be his last WrestleMania, and he wanted that match with Shaq. But unfortunately for Big Show, even though he got in such great shape, it's not going to happen, and he's going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, Now, a lot of other people who don't have matches... Uh, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, Luke Harper, who's been on a tremendous roll. Um, what do you do with these guys? You're gonna put them in the Battle Royal? Also, I think that was a waste of guys like Joe, who's been in this, who's been in this angle, uh, 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 combined with Kevin Owens and and his stuff with with Jericho, and then you got him also. Being the the monster for Triple H. Attacking Seth Rollins and all this other stuff. So he's pretty much the heavy for for, for, for Triple H and and for Owens. But yet he doesn't have a match at WrestleMania. And it'll be his first WrestleMania. And he doesn't have a match. That kind of sucks. And Braun Strowman, who's been on such a role. There was rumors going around all this time before. That maybe it'll be Strowman going up against The Undertaker. But... You know, now it's Undertaker and Roman Reigns. So where does that leave Braun Strowman, who's been feuding with Roman Reigns this whole time? Does he win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Does Big Show win the win it again? Cause didn't he win it like last year or the year before? Um, so it's 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 interesting, man. It, it, it's an interesting dynamic. But then again, can you fit all these guys into the lineup with all these other people? We have so many triple threats, and so many four-ways, and so many... <laughs> uh, it's just a lot of matches, especially the women. I feel the women have just been thrown in, thrown together. We need to get everybody in there, so just throw them all in there. You know what I mean? It, it's very congested, you know? There's uh, And the tag teams, too. Between the tag teams and the women, I think it's just very congested. Even Cena is in a tag match. John Cena is in a tag match. <laughs> at Wrestlemania against The Miz so this is going to be the second time Cena and The Miz go against each other at Mania but I'll get into that match in its entirety uh, on the preview show because they've been doing a good job selling that match even though it's just a random tag match you know what I mean um okay now before I get into Paige (laughs) and this whole craziness with the the hacker scandal and all that stuff I'm going to talk about Ring of Honor really fast. Um, They had their 15th anniversary show about a a good week ago, or two weeks ago. I haven't seen it in its entirety yet, but I have it, and uh, I'm going to check it out. But their main event was Adam Cole defending the Ring of Honor world title against Christopher Daniels, okay? And... Christopher Daniels defeats Adam Cole with the help of Frankie Kazarian who did a double turn because a week or two earlier, he betrayed, uh, uh, Christopher Daniels joined the bullet club. Um, he had his first match as a member of the bullet club on that pay-per-view, uh, winning a number one contendership, I believe for the television title. Um, so he did a double turn. He betrayed the bullet club in that match and helped his best friend, uh, The almighty, because he used to be Fallen Angel, but now almighty Christopher Daniels. And Christopher Daniels, um, after 20-something years in this business, finally won his first major singles world championship. And Christopher Daniels is now the Ring of Honor world champion. Uh, I just want to send out a congratulations to Christopher Daniels, man. I've been a fan of the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels, since I first saw him in 2002. Um, and, and Christopher Daniels is a guy that he's been in wrestling since 1993. He is hitting 50. or He's hitting 50 years old. You know what I mean? Um, if he's not there already. Um, this dude has been wrestling for 20... Uh, what? 94, 2004, 2014. He's been wrestling over 20 years. Yeah you know I mean, uh, 23, 24 years. So this dude was an enhancement talent for WWE. He wrestled for ECW. He And this is all on YouTube. And, and beyond the mat, I believe you could see him wrestling. Uh, you could see him in the background, where I believe they were showing Mike Modest and uh, Tony Jones having a tryout match. And you can see guys like the Headbangers and, and I think Bradshaw and some other guys are in the back. And they're saying, oh, I'm going to steal that move. I'm going to steal that move telling Vince and, and Jim Ross and other people. And Christopher Daniels is back there. He has hair. He's in a singlet. And, you know, he was just one of the enhancement guys, what you would call jobbers. Um but he was in the light heavyweight division in WWE back when guys like Takamichi Noku was, was, was champion and uh, Grandmaster Sekse, uh, uh, Brian Christopher, uh, uh, and a lot of the other guys, international guys that WWE brought in. It was the 205 Live of the Attitude Era, the light heavyweight division. Um, so with that being said, uh, I'm very happy for Christopher Daniels and for me it's a shame and he made his name in ring of honor and TNA and and Japan and in Japan he was known as Curry Man he was in a mask and he did like a little dance and he got over in Japan he has been a star everywhere that he's been um in the middle to late uh, in the middle to the late of his career He was in the WWE developmental program, uh, UPW, with John Cena and Samoa Joe and 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 a lot of the other guys who came up in that department. And he was the world champion there. He was, you know. But the thing is, he never really got the chance. He never really got that break um, to make it in WWE. He never got a shot. You know what I mean? And and it's a shame. Even Frankie Kazarian got his shot in WWE, but he pissed it away. um but Christopher Daniels is a dude that is so talented um that I don't think at his age now um he'll be able ever to get that opportunity to be on that big stage of WWE uh, even NXT man it, it would be cool to see Christopher Daniels just under that umbrella you know what I mean um he had the fallen angel gimmick um you know he was just always a, a cool character he was a great talent in ring um, had great matches, still to this day, people probably say probably the greatest match in TNA history was probably that three-way dance for the X Division title that he had with AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, you know what I mean, um, you know, and, and, and like I said, I'm happy for Christopher Daniels, he's a world champion, he's having his first title defense um, at Supercard of Honor, which is going to be here in Florida, I believe next week, For Mania Weekend, um, he'll be defending the title against Dalton Castle. So, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm happy for Daniels. I hope he stays Ring of Honor champ for a little while. Um, And just enjoy it, dude. I mean, I don't know if he's ever going to hear this, but uh, whatever. I'm a fan. (laughs) So, big ups to the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. Um, and, And who knows? You never... I mean, never say never in the wrestling business, man. Who knows if he can end up on NXT, you know, if and here's a little bit of a news thing that has been going around, there could be a chance that that might happen if WWE purchases Ring of Honor, which has been floating around, that Vince McMahon has shown interest in in buying Ring of Honor. Oh, man. If they do that, I mean, (laughs) there's not going to be much of a wrestling business left if he decides to do that. Um... I, I like the talent that they have in Ring of Honor. I mean, if that happens, the look at the influx of talent that'll, that'll be able to come in or come back to WWE if he decides to do that. <clears throat> You'll have guys like Jay Lethal, the Briscoes, um, Adam Cole, who, who is in talks, I believe, to come to WWE already, if it hasn't happened yet. Um, Kyle O'Reilly is a free agent. He might come in. Um, Bobby Fish... Um, you know... Dalton Castle... Who's a star waiting to happen... Um, uh, you have... Uh, the Last Real Man... Uh, this dude... Um, Silas Young... You got... Um, Christopher Daniels... He's their world champion right now... You know what I mean? Um, Leo Rush... Jay White... Um, a lot of the young up and coming guys... That are coming up from their dojo... You know man... <laughs> <laughs> ring of honor has a lot of dudes that that wwe can take and, and make stars they can you know um and and it'll be very interesting to see if if that gets pulled off and if it does you know hopefully they don't do with these guys like they did to wcw just get rid of 90 percent of them and keep like three you know what i mean because they have a lot a lot of talent that are just breakout stars waiting to happen you know what i mean and I think Triple H with the way he sees things and NXT is about to get rated again, you know, what a good what a good acquisition for NXT. You know what I mean? So once again, big ups to Christopher Daniels, keep doing the thing, man. I know you probably don't he probably doesn't have a lot of time left in the business, in the industry, but uh I hope he has enough time that we can see him in a WWE umbrella. You know what I mean? Under the WWE umbrella. <clears throat> Alright, so that was my little rant <laughs> about Ring of Honor and uh the stuff that they're doing. Um I will watch the rest of the 15th anniversary show and I will give a, a review on it. You know what I mean? Um within the next probably probably on next week's show, uh for the WrestleMania previous show, I'll talk about it. Um on a little bit of a sad note, there's been plenty of deaths that have happened since uh I recorded episode twelve and uh it's it's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Um I know somebody died recently. I think it was uh a old school dude that wrestled in WWE like in the late eighties. Uh I believe it was Outlaw Ron Bass. Outlaw Ron Bass passed away. Um I'm not sure of what. Uh, he was an older guy, so I would love like to assume it was natural causes, but you never know um so rest in peace to outlaw ron bass he was like a a cowboy type character you know what i mean he was a rugged uh strong dude um never really made big waves in wwe so he was more of an enhancement guy he had he had a match at wrestlemania i believe i think wrestlemania 4 wrestlemania 5 he had a match or two um but he wasn't really anything you know he was a regional you know regional guy uh You know, journeyman guy. He did he did some good things, but he wasn't really that big of a star. Um, uh, Chavo Guerrero Sr. Chavo Classic. He passes. He passed away. Um, Obviously, Chavo. You know, father of Chavo Guerrero Jr. uh, Older brother of Eddie Guerrero. um, You know, part of the Guerrero dynasty. You know what I mean? Chavo was a dude that uh, he was a huge name. You know, back in the day, as well as all the other Guerreros. And he ended up, as an older man, coming to WWE and ha- being in that feud with Eddie and Chavo. And, and, and later on, Chavo, as Chavo Classic, became the Cruiserweight Champion. <laughs> he was very entertaining. He was just recently on, I believe, Season 3 of Lucha Underground. So, uh, you know, if you guys catch that, you, you know, he's, he's on there with, with Chavo Jr. Um, speaking of Lucha Underground, real quick, the first two seasons are on Netflix, if you're in the United States, um, I don't think you could catch it you know, in other countries yet. I'm not sure. But definitely if you're in the U.S., you can go to Netflix and you can watch the first two seasons of Lucha Underground. I'm binge-watching it on it now. Because when Lucha Underground is on, I can't really get it because I don't have El Rey. You know what I mean? So I used to be able to catch it like on the Spanish channels here and there. But now I could just binge-watch on the first two seasons and see everything I missed um and and you know i'm excited that's pretty cool you know i mean so hopefully when lucha on the ground comes back um and they can start recording season four and airing that we can get season three on netflix so check that out um uh george the animal steel passed away uh legendary character um was around for a long time you know i mean uh you know at first he was you know pretty hardcore you know i mean and then he turned into a comedy act you know a little silly and and kind of out there um he had a wrestlemania 2 match with randy savage for the intercontinental title and he was instrumental in uh helping ricky steamboat defeat randy savage at wrestlemania 3 uh and that show stealing match george the animal steel was a part of that you know what i mean um you know and george the animal steel like i said he's just a legendary comedy character you know definitely you know uh a gimmick that will always be remembered he uh used to always eat the turnbuckle pad um <laughs> he'll rip it open and eat the the stuffing of the turnbuckle and uh he always loved the ladies <laughs> so george the animal steel rest in peace rest in peace to chavo classic and last but not least um nicole bass passed away um nicole bass obviously was famous for uh being the bodyguard of uh on the Howard Stern show. Uh, for Howard Stern. She also uh, wrestled um, in ECW. She was there for a period of time. As uh, Justin Credible's bodyguard. She was a part of his little stable. Along with uh, Jason. The sexiest man on earth. And uh, this girl. Uh, I almost called her Ivory. No disrespect to, to Tina Ferrari. Um, uh, her name was. Uh, damn it. What was that? Chastity. Chastity. And uh, Nicole Bass was a part of that crew for a little bit. And then she ended up in WWE, where she was the bodyguard for Sable. And uh, once Sable left, she had a little uh, brief stint of trying to get with Val Venus. And And, uh, you know, I mean, she wasn't really any, any, you know, any talent-wise. She wasn't really good. She wasn't a wrestler wrestler. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, she had some problems, and she ended up getting cut. You know, she was just a big, brolic girl. You know, obviously, she was a weightlifting champion and bodybuilder. You know what I mean? So, um, but not for nothing, being from New York, I always used to hear stories about Nicole Bass, and I've heard nothing but good about her. You know, I've heard she was a really good person. She helped out the, the guys at House of Glory one time, I believe. She came down and helped them, like, work out and stuff. So I've heard nothing but good stuff about Nicole Bass. So, you know, rest in peace to Nicole. Um, <clears throat> now, let's get get into the meat and uh <laughs> it's apropos cuz there've uh, been plenty of meat passed around in this uh in this subject um to close off this episode um we're going to talk about this whole hacker scandal this whole thing that happened with page and and a bunch of other people um over last uh last weekend a lot of a lot of stuff twitter literally blew up uh with uh with craziness <laughs> as the least that I can say. Um some leaked photos were passed around of of Paige um back in the NXT days. You know, of her, you know, leaked nude photos, you know, you know, little sexual stuff here and there. But then there was rumors going on that there was a video passed around. Now, the thing with this is about a year ago there were rumors going around that Brad Maddox, who used to be the former Raw general manager, he came from NXT, all this stuff. He had a uh, a sex tape of him and Paige that he said he would threaten to leak out. You know what I mean? Um, but it didn't happen, so we kind of forgot about it. We were reminded of it last week. <laughs> and uh, needless to say, it was all over Twitter. Uh, the video of him and her, photos and all that stuff, but then there was another leaked video that no one really knew about, and it was of him with Paige and someone else, none other than New Day's Xavier Woods. So this video was pretty much, uh, definitely, uh, Pornhub, porn hub worthy <laughs> <laughs> you had pretty much them taking turns with her, and it was just like, whoa! Like it was just shocking, shocking. But it came out, and I thought in the beginning this was ex- this was uh, Brad Maddox that was leaking the stuff around. But apparently, it wasn't Brad Maddox that leaked the stuff. Apparently, it was a hacker that uh, got a hold of of Paige's cloud, and and she still had all this stuff in there. Which for me is kind of like okay, I get it. She's the victim in this, you know. That's invasion of privacy, breach of privacy, all this stuff. My thing is, you're engaged to marry Alberto Del Rio. Why do you still have all this stuff in your cloud now? Now anybody that has a past, everybody has a past, okay. And you you get into a new relationship with somebody else, and if it gets any, and if it gets serious to the point where you're gonna Marry this person or, or whatever, common sense would kind of tell you maybe if you don't want this person to know about it or if you want to just get rid of that stuff from your past, just uh, why don't you just delete that part of the cloud? <laughs> so, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and in my thing is like, okay, before I give my opinion about that, so those videos and pictures were all over the place and um, she wasn't the only one that got hacked. Other girls, other former WWE divas, and and, and women who are in other companies got hacked also. Um, Maria Canellas Bennett, Uh, 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 she used to be in WWE for a long time. Then she ended up in Ring of Honor, and then she ended up in TNA. And now I don't know where they're gonna. I don't know where the future, what the future holds for Maria and Michael Bennett now. But um, but photos posted of Maria was posted out there. And, uh, I mean, Maria did Playboy, so it's not really, you know, out of the ordinary that she'll probably take a picture of herself or whatever. So stuff was out there with Maria. Melina Perez, the, the, the wife or the longtime fiance or girlfriend of uh, Johnny, Johnny Morrison, John, Johnny Mundo. Um, her stuff got leaked out there. Uh, Ali, a.k.a. Cherry Bomb uh, in TNA, her, a picture of her was out there. Pictures of Victoria, you know, doing like sexual things and, and, and in other positions and stuff. Leaked photos of her were out there. And and, and Caitlin, the former Caitlin Celeste Bonin, who uh, just got, I believe she just got divorced or, or whatever from her uh, bodybuilding husband or whatever. Leaked photos of her were thrown out there too. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> my thing is, man, nowadays we're living in 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 2017, okay. People should know by now. If you're gonna do stuff like this, there's a there's a good chance some Looney Tune out there that 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 is an obsessed fan is gonna want to, who got computer skills is gonna hack into your stuff and send it out there. You should know that if you're gonna do stuff like that, it's somehow some way gonna end up on the internet. <laughs> somehow some way. So either and I get it. You're adults, you can do whatever the hell you want, but don't be surprised if if someone out there, like I said, who has any sort of computer skills, hacking skills whatsoever, who's a loon is going to go after you, find stuff on you, and and leak it out to the whole world and don't be surprised if it happens. <laughs> you know I, I really wanted to debate somebody on this, not really debate, but like really but but have a guest on and talk about this. But I haven't really had a chance to to really, you know, <laughs> tell people and invite people on the show and all that. So I'm kind of like trying to f- play devil's advocate and argue with myself about it here. But <clears throat> it, it, that's just my opinion. Maybe I'll bring it up next week, too, just to, just for the hell of it. Um, but just to throw it out there, because the news is a week old. It's, a, it's still a little bit fresh. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, I mean... <sighs> Like, like whatever, leaked nudes, whatever. It happens, you know what I mean? But if you're going to record yourself doing stuff, and Brad Maddox, uh, listen, I, Brad Maddox is a little psychotic for me. He's a little predatorish for me. I mean, at the time, you figure Paige was, what, 19, 20 years old? She's about 24 now. And, 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 and he was looking like he was a porn director. He was getting all up in there. After doing what he did with her, he passed her off to Woods, and then she's doing her thing with Woods, and he's all up under them like if he's producing for Vivid. <laughs> it was. It, 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 Brad Maddox is a sick dude, man. He's a sick dude. And, and the thing is. You know, whatever, man. I mean, these people are on the road. You know, th- over three hundred days a year, and they see themselves, they see each other more than they do their own family. And you know, stuff is gonna happen. Uh, let's be real, stuff is gonna happen. But you don't have to record it. <laughs> you don't have to. If you're dumb enough to record it, then 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 you probably deserve to be hacked. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. Um, but I-, I get it. You know, these women are victims. Because their privacy did get breached. Their privacy did, you know, they did get hacked. So, you know, they are victims in this. But at the same time, you have to be smart. All of these women are not 10 years old, 15 years old, 20 years old. A lot of these women are in their mid to late 30s. So you got to be smarter than that. Paige is a young, stupid brat. You know what I mean? Who obviously was a little thought, But, you know... Does she deserve all this? And and the thing is, it, it couldn't have come at a shittier time for her. Because she's and and I've I've spoken about her a few times on, on this show. She's going down a downward spiral and, and 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 she's hitting rock bottom fast. You know, fine, she latched onto Del Rio and and Del, she's getting him to marry her, blah blah blah. But then this comes out and it's like, you know what, you might as well take her WWE contract and flush it down the toilet. And I, if I were WWE, I wouldn't punish her, you know what I mean? Because that happened a long time ago. I wouldn't punish Woods. uh, That was such a long time ago, even though it's going to bring a lot of publicity. Now, especially with the high profile that Woods has, being with New Day, he wasn't a star when that happened. He was a low mid-card guy from NXT at the time who was trying to find himself. Um... So Paige shouldn't be punished any more than what she is. I wouldn't, and and Woods, I don't think should get touched either. Brad Maddox hasn't been in the company for about a year and a half or two, so if anything, this is just making him relevant. Um, so he shouldn't even get any attention. Uh, the uh, I, I I I don't. The one thing that will probably get Paige in a lot of trouble and a lot of heat. And and I think this will be the dagger for her. And this is what I think will keep her from ever coming back to WWE. One of those photos, there's a picture of her in a compromising position. In a finishing position. I'll just leave it at that. Um, with the WWE NXT women's title right under her face. Yeah, Um, that right there is probably going to be the death blow, (laughs) no pun intended, for her to ever return to WWE, and it's a shame. It's a shame because she was a star, she was a big star in that women's division, and now if she never comes back to WWE and she does just does the independent circuit, she follows Del Rio around wherever he goes, whatever, even if she ends up in TNA, even if she ends up, whatever, working for her parents or whatever, she is not going to be the star that she was in WWE to that magnitude ever again. And, and it's a shame because she's so young. She had her whole career ahead of her. And, uh... This was just the icing on the cake, and I think Paige is done in WWE. I mean, uh, things could change, but and time heals all wounds. But look at the, look at everything that has been compromised because of this, and look at everything that could be compromised because of this. I don't think Xavier Woods is going to get in any trouble, but it put him in a weird position. Now, um, Del Rio's in a weird spot because he's with her. Um, she has to be feeling insane that this came out um, like I said this does nothing to Brad Maddox except boost his ego because everybody's gonna kiss that guy's ass and give him props and all that stuff Brad Maddox b- receives no pain for this <laughs> look at who else it does uh, affect because and I didn't even put this together but I heard this from uh, from Dave Meltzer you know the editor and creator of the of the figure four online what is that the wrestling Observer um, he said this could affect Hulk Hogan coming back to WWE because of his sex tape scandal that he had a couple of years back. You know what I mean? So I didn't realize how much this could trickle affect a lot of other people. You know what I mean? But like I said, I don't think Xavier Woods is going to be in any trouble at all. At all. Paige... I think Paige is done. I think this, I think the last time we saw Paige in the WWE is the last time we're going to see Paige in the WWE. Um, Brad Maddox, he's irrelevant. This makes him relevant, but he'll fizzle fast. Once this news gets old, so will Brad Maddox. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless he starts running his mouth or, or we come to find out that he's the one who leaked this to gave this whatever, but... I don't think Brad Maddox has pictures of all those other women. So, I Mm -hmm. highly doubt this was him. This was a a hacker, for sure. Um, And, um, you know, let's see if it hurts uh, Hulk Hogan. Because Hulk Hogan, little by little, the word around the campfire is his, you know, him and WWE have been on better terms or whatever, and maybe he can make a return. Maybe as, maybe, maybe as fast as WrestleMania. Who knows? But, uh... It's just a crazy situation, you know. And I feel for all the women that it happened to, but at the same time, you gotta be smarter, okay? Especially living in the times that we're living in, where everything is accessible. And and according to to Sunny Tammy Sitch, uh, she supposedly got a message from another former WWE diva that uh, her stuff got leaked. Her stuff got hacked too. She didn't say who, but hey maybe there's uh maybe there's more on the way unfortunately for for these women a lot of them are probably going to get exposed so uh <laughs> we'll see about that i mean like i said i feel th- i feel for these women but at the same time think before you do stuff <laughs> you have to or else you can get exposed and and it sucks it sucks for them but whatever like i said you got to be smarter than that um so that's pretty much that's pretty much it for now. Um, like I said, <clears throat> I'm gonna start being on this more often. Um, let me hold, um hold on a second. In terms of the Hall of Fame, uh, John Cena is gonna be inducting Kurt Angle, which is interesting. But uh, you know, we know John Cena is gonna do a good job. The APA, Bradshaw and and uh, J- JBL and and Ron Simmons, Farouk, they will be. Inducting Teddy Long. Um, I don't know who's going to be inducting Beth Phoenix. I may have heard, but I don't remember, to be honest with you. Um, who's going to. Eric Bischoff, I believe, is going to be inducting Diamond Dallas Page. Um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is going to be inducting Ravishing Rick Rude. Um, and Jim Cornette is going to be inducting the Rock and Roll Express. That should be interesting. No one has ever thought that Jim Cornette would be involved in anything with the WWE letters attached to them, especially nowadays. But, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense that he would induct the Rock and Roll Express, and eventually, if the Midnight Express ever get inducted, maybe you know he should be the one inducting them too. Um, so, that's the lineup for the, for the Hall of Fame. Kurt Angle is the main inductee. So, uh that's gonna be great. And I l- totally look forward to seeing Kurt Angle back in the WWE. It's been a long time coming. Um, just to throw and maybe Kurt Angle has another job. Oh, by the way, Summer Ray was one of the other girls that got that got hacked and leaked out there. Um, Summer Rae does uh does um deny that the one leaked nude photo of her is her it's her okay (laughs) she can deny it all she wants uh there's a lot of stuff that goes along you know a lot of pictures that correlate with each other it's her um but summer ray has been throwing it out there that she wants to be the general manager of raw and uh, because mick foley this past monday got fired as raw general manager by triple h and stephanie mcmahon and uh you know, there that goes. So there was a rumor going around that supposedly Noelle Foley wants to fight Stephanie McMahon at Mania. I don't wanna see that. <laughs> Noelle Foley's a good looking girl, but as we've seen on uh Holy Foley on the network, she is a horrible wrestler. So yeah. Um stop smiling, Noel. Stop smiling. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the Hall of Fame, the inductees and all that stuff. And I'll get, get into more like I said, next week will be the WrestleMania preview show. It's going to be a big, big show. No pun intended. It will, I'll be uh, previewing NXT TakeOver Orlando in its entirety. I'll be previewing WrestleMania 33 in its entirety. I'll probably have an old school WrestleMania, you know, like, you know, old school stuff that we do. Um, let's see what news comes out about the hacker stuff. Uh, hopefully, I'll have somebody on so I can debate with about that. And let's see what happens between now and then. Um, Between now and uh, next Sunday. Monday is the WrestleMania go-home show for Raw. Tuesday is the WrestleMania go-home show for SmackDown. And NXT on Wednesday is the go-home show for NXT TakeOver Orlando. So, uh, you know, that has been my many weeks that I've missed in wrestling. (laughs) And MMA and football. (laughs) Um, This was episode number 13. I am Jay. I'll be back next week to talk WrestleMania 33. Thanks for listening, y'all. Catch y'all later.